0: What's up everybody and welcome back to Multiverse Monologues, the podcast show where we like to travel across the multiverses and fandoms that we love to talk about the movies and television shows that accompany those universes. And today we are continuing in the Marvel Movie Marathon and we're staying in the MCU. It's a pleasant place here. We like to stay in the MCU that usually has the best outcomes when it comes to movies and enjoyment. But this week may be a bit different because this week we're talking about Ant-Man and one of us hasn't seen the movie here this week so it's going to be pretty interesting because Ant-Man is kind of a mixed bag a lot of people like it there are others that you know say it's pretty one of the more generic ones but we are here to find that out me Ben Rayside and Mr.
1: Ethan Westloff. Ethan how you doing today? I'm doing great I'm excited to be back in this room talking to you two guys I just want to clarify for those listening Micah did watch this movie for the podcast (laughs) he's not never seen it this is just his first time seeing it, but seeing it, and we will talk about it today, but I'm excited. I'm excited to talk about 2021's Sexiest Man Alive, Paul Rudd, and as Micah would say, we always love a movie where they plaster another actor's face onto Micah's body. Mm-hmm. They did that again with Paul Rudd. I know. He should have been the 2015 Sexiest Man of the Year award <laughs> with that uh, shirtless scene in
0: here. Holy it's gracious. funny. I looked up
1: the article, and that is actually the picture they used when they... Called him 2021 Sexiest Man <laughs> Alive, really? the the still of him wiping his abs in this movie. Of course yeah. it was. Of course wow. it was.
0: Wow. Yeah. And also along with Mr. Ethan Wentzloff, a man who should always be on every year of the Sexiest Man Alive. Mr. Mike, ahead. <laughs> wow, I'm I'm flattered,
2: but you know you gotta have connections to be the Sexiest Man Alive. So you know I, I was talking to John Favreau, and you know he's the the greatest director of all time. And then he was talking to, to all these other people, and I just happened to be in the right place in the right time. And he was talking to this guy. This guy I was talking to that guy, and Luck would have it. Here I am. Wow. I'm the greatest podcast known a man.
0: There oh, it is. There it is. You there heard it. it, here. You heard it here. So we're talking <laughs> about Ant-Man, and I'm certainly loud. excited to, to do that, fine. to get into it, you know, into the nitty-gritty. But before Ooh, we do nitty. that, I would ask one thing from our audience members. If you're listening, leave a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. That would be awesome it would certainly help us you know boost our ratings and everything like that not that our ratings need boosting and and if you think we're doing a bad job and and you want something that you know maybe a criticism of our podcast maybe something that we're doing better or worse you know leave that in the review as well we would always appreciate your feedback so that would be awesome from you guys other than that let's get into it gentlemen let's open our sling rings and head over to the marvel cinematic universe
3: Of course, Ernesto comes to me because he knows I got mad demons. skills. Of course, I ask him, did Emily tell Carlos to tell you to get to me what kind of safe it was? And he says, nah, dog. all she said is that it's like super legit and whatever's in it, it's got to be good. What? Old man have safe. And is has gone for a week. All right, there's an old man, he's got a safe and he's gone for a week. Let's just work with that.
0: After being punched in the face and then released from prison, Scott Lang is recruited by Dr. Hank Pym to steal a shrinking suit that Pym developed in the 1980s. Pym believes the suit is too dangerous to fall into the wrong hands, and he needs Lang's help to stop Darren Cross, a former protege of Pym's, who is planning to use the suit for his own evil purposes. Lang agrees to help Pym, and he learns how to use the suit to shrink down to the size of an ant. With his new powers, Lang must stop Cross and prevent him from using the suit to take over the world. Dun, dun, dun. I know it's a it's a big, huge stakes plot. You know, Ant-Man, Hank Pym. You know, an Avenger shows up in this movie. It's a it's a it's a pretty big Marvel movie. And I I remember this one. This was two months. Two short months after Avengers Age of Ultron I felt like no time had passed I was getting used to living in a post age of Ultron world and then Ant-Man comes out and you know I remember I remember really liking it at the at the movie theaters gentlemen I want to hear how you thought this movie was Ethan was this a, was this a movie theater experience for you this
1: was a movie theater experience for me uh Paul Rudd you hear he's playing this guy the superhero Marvel hero Man, how how's that going to turn out? And I remember I enjoyed the movie at the time. Yeah, and uh, spoiler alert: I, I still enjoy this movie to this day. It's got problems. It's not like a ten out of ten movie, but it's, I don't think it's trying to be either. So there are things here and there. I think the humor is pretty good. Paul Rudd's a pretty good lead. The cast that surrounds him is pretty good. I I like this movie. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I I feel
0: like I would I would agree with you on that one. There's definitely, on on this most recent watch through, I would say there's a little bit of. Problems, and we're gonna get into that. But Micah, you've never seen this before today. What, what what, did you think? Well, uh, my history
2: with this movie was I remember seeing trailers for it, maybe, and then forgetting about this movie coming out. And then I was like, oh, look, there's a new character in Civil War. <laughs> huh. They got Spider Man, you got Ant Man. Who's in the next bug? Black Panther, <laughs> Black was in Panther. There? Yeah. yeah, it. This movie was was forgettable at the time. I remember just not having any desire to see it. There was no iconic trailer for me. Uh, The posters were cool. How they had the the little tiny ant man on there. On the white white On the white white poster. Yeah, yeah. it it catches your eye. But besides that, I don't remember this movie at the time. And watching it for the first time ever today, I got to say, it was worth it. It was worth a watch. Oh, Oh, okay. Yeah.
3: Okay. Is it the best
2: movie? No. Worth a watch or worth With a couple watch, you watches? You definitely wouldn't expect this movie to have a trilogy. Oh. That's what I'd have to say about this. That was the like, wow. How did this get a trilogy? That's what I would say.
0: I, they, Ant Man works really well to forward the plot of the Grand definitely. MCU just because of where he's at and the power that he holds. But if this was a separate. Entity not belonging to the MCU, I would say that there's no way this guy's getting a trilogy. Mm. Even though I'm pretty sure this movie was pretty financially successful, I know Mike has got the numbers, and we'll go over those later. But no, we're on it right now. I
2: got it right here. Yeah, <laughs> so already got it. The
0: budget was 130 mil.
2: It made 518. jeez mm. Yeah, so pretty profitable. It
0: made almost four times his budget. Good and that's stuff. that's pretty standard for Marvel movies. But coming off of the more than one of point. For how much did Quantumania make? Four seventy-five.
2: Whoa! One, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp made six twenty-three, though.
0: It really Big surprises line. me. I'm sorry, like this is a way to the future, but it really surprises me how much hate that movie got. So strange. Like, it has a six point one. It's on the IMDb. worst. That's, one of the worst-rated Marvel movies. That's insane. Like that. Anyway, that's we'll a get-to-a conversation. Exactly. For a later time. Right now, we're talking about Ant-Man, and so. Ethan, you say that there are problems from someone who's seen the movie before. Where were those problems for you?
1: I so I say the movie, the pacing isn't as good as I remember. A lot of the setup and exhibition isn't really my favorite either. I I think a lot of this movie is especially when you've seen it once or twice already. It kind of you're you're replaying the events in your mind and some of the joke. I like the jokes. The jokes are pretty funny, but on repeat viewings, uh, I don't know if there's enough humor to get me to go, oh my goodness, that was hilarious. Like the bits are funny. Like Luis has a character, mm-hmm. awesome, great character. Love his van. I love the way the way the van shows up in future movies. Uh I like Ant-Man. I like uh Paul Rudd as Scott Lang. I think he's really good. But I don't I don't hate the movie. I think that it's I think it's fun, but I think some of it just gets like, all right, yeah, the heist. We saw this heist.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I it's it's not a very rewatchable movie. On on first viewing, like, bro, this this it's a good movie. This yeah. is like an eight, you know? But after after a while, and I've seen this movie now like I don't know how many times, at least five. The jokes don't land as much as they did. There's still a lot of good elements, but it's not a very rewatchable film. There's not enough there <laughs> to make it like, whoa, okay, you know what? On repeat viewings, I'm noticing more. I found myself bored quite mm. a few times during this rewatch of the movie. Micah, did you notice this? This is your first viewing, so we can actually ask you what you think. I mean, where are you at for your first viewing? Like, Yeah,
2: this wasn't an eight. I don't know what movie you were watching, but th- this was not an eight going in. Um, the first probably 45 minutes, everywhere up until he gets the suit, is really boring. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, Luis is good. Cassie's good. I love every time Cassie's on she's screen. She's a great little actress. Cassie's great. Yeah. I wish that they kept that actress through the through the whole trilogy and then kept going with her because she's she's talented. But it, it the first probably forty five minutes of this movie, you're just following Scott trying to find his foothold, and the movie's trying to find a foothold too. It doesn't land the beginning of the movie like how guardians does where it just sets the tone right off the bat. And it it doesn't do that. It, it keeps baiting and switching you. It says, all right, Scott's going to be this rough and tough dude in prison. And he's, he's going to be friends with all these. Okay. Okay. never mind. He's friends with all these prisoners. Okay. That makes sense. And then they never really come back. Like, okay. Uh, then we, we go off and there's the, the family and then they're not really in it as much as they should be. If they're the, Part I don't know they just need to give them a theme they need to say alright is this going to be a drama or is this going to be a comedy action we got to figure this out because it's not fully comedy it's not fully drama the jokes don't land really well the Baskin Robbins stuff doesn't, doesn't really do it for me like there's some good stuff but it doesn't it doesn't go all out wacky uh, it I, doesn't go all out wacky you know what I mean yeah and it, it's trying to it's, there's those elements so Edgar Wright initially was directing this but he stepped off for some reason. I didn't see why. Did you guys know why?
0: Creative differences. Creative differences. He wanted, to make a, he wanted to have more control. Yeah. And Marvel wasn't going to give him that.
2: Yeah. And I feel like there's those elements of Edgar. Like there's Edgar Wright jokes in this that weren't full. They weren't landed.
1: And I, I, I don't know. That's funny you say that. I completely disagree. I think the first like 40 minutes are my personal favorite part of this movie. I like the world they established, the, the life of Scott. Like, this is a fresh the guy who's fresh out of prison. He's trying to get his foothold, but he's so low. Like, because you're like, all right, this guy, he really does care about his daughter. He really does want to get his footing right. He wants to leave the life of crime behind. And so, uh, a movie, they have to tell a story to where this guy does get back into crime, but it's because of his love for his daughter. Like, there's. That scene of uh, Baskin Robbins, he gets, he can't even work at Baskin Robbins. It's like Baskin Robbins always finds out. He gets kicked out of Baskin Robbins. He's at the lowest low. He can't find a job. And then he's talking to, he does the math, says 377 days until he can see his daughter again, even see, just money wise. So I think they do a good job at setting up how desperate this guy is and how even though he wants to leave his criminal past behind, that that's what he has to do. He has to jump back into it. Now, I, I mean, mean, we can we can talk about Hank Pym's plan to get Scott to steal the suit. That's a little messy. That, but yeah. I think Scott's motivations up until then are really good. Scott's motivations are good, but I don't think that they build up that he is in his lowest low. He
2: doesn't struggle in any of that. All, the only struggle that he has is he can't see his daughter. Or get a job. Yeah, or get a job, but him not having a job doesn't affect him. He still has a place to live. He still has food on the table. Like there's no struggle beyond he can't pay his child support. So he can't see his daughter. And I I think we needed, for me, I needed to see more. I needed to see him struggle a little bit with the fact that he has no income, that he, he shouldn't be able to, I don't know. There just needed to be a little more for me. There needed to be, uh, a plot line where he is just desperate. He needs some
1: quick You need a, you need a to, man coming and saying, give me rent. Yeah. I need someone taller. I need.
2: <laughs> where's my uh, money?
1: <laughs> oh, okay, okay. You need a Mr. Ditkovich. Yeah,
2: I wanted to see him have at least a sleepless night or something. Come on. <laughs> where the party's going on in the apartment downtown, or downstairs <laughs> where there's too much clubbing and he can't he can't sleep. I don't know. Something. That would have changed the movie for you if there I was want, one no, scene of him not being able to fall asleep. There needed to be something where that because then from there you could have said, okay, he got a job somewhere else. It's not impossible to get a job with a record. No. Right. Definitely not. And they don't really say that. They just say, Oh, it's really hard to get a job. You could have gotten a job in construction, you could have gotten a job <laughs> in the, you know, in the garbage trucks. Yeah, you could have gotten a job. Lang, what are you Anyway, doing? come on. And we're not looking out for this little guy here. <laughs> but Look out for he, little but guy. the point
0: is though, like any one of those jobs, it will at least be a year until he gets to see Cassie. Mm. He goes back to the life of crime because if he does it, if he scores big, he'll get that much quicker. And yeah, he wants to see his daughter. Like, to me, that's enough motivation. If you're a dad and you have a daughter, water. that's enough. I feel like that's more than enough. You can't even get a job at Baskin Robbins. Yeah, you can get a job anywhere else. But I also agree with Ethan that the first 40 minutes are actually my favorite part of the movie as well. Like it's once you get to start like heisting and then it it kind of starts a lot of the logic in this movie also is off like character motivations, especially Hank Pym. Michael Douglas is great, but his motivations for he like he doesn't tell his daughter for the last 15 years. And now this fight is the one Mm -hmm. time he reveals everything. And he
1: decides to do it right with this guy, Scott Lang, standing uh, like a foot away.
0: And like this, this explanation coming way sooner would have solved so many problems. I don't care that you tell your daughter that you're trying to solve. Like that's not enough motivation to not tell your daughter because... I didn't want to hurt you. Mm-hmm. Well, what about Dude. Hank just telling, what's
2: his name, the villain Cross, years ago before he abandoned him with mm-hmm. the Pym project? Like, why didn't he just? <laughs> that would have prevented the whole thing. There's so many
0: plot holes that don't mm. make the movie worth it to me. I think what we're realizing is that Michael
1: Douglas is just the worst.
0: Are not Michael <laughs> Douglas Hank Pym?
1: Like, uh, I, like no, bro. like to. I think how they set him up, like uh, some of the choices he makes in the movie, pretty dumb. But he's still a smart guy. He still invented the the Pym particles, and I mean, we can jump to it that 1989 flashback opening sequence. I really love that. I think that really sets the vibe for who Hank is as a character and how he uh, doesn't want this these Pym particles for Shield to have and later for Hydra to have, and he even talks about how uh, Stark what you have it? he has is a toy. But this Pym particle, that's the key. And I mean, we even see it later. The pimp particles would allow time travel.
0: Anytime I get to see Peggy Carter again in the MCU, it's always a win. And then also him like slamming his face And that's on pretty the wall. good, like technology they use to age him down. Yeah. That's pretty good. Really good de-aging technology. Like, I think it's great. Also, the, that scene pays off later with, I think, one of the best jokes in the movie: I was retirement. How's your face? Hmm. I really like lo- that. That is one of the few jokes that landed for me. On one Rewatch. of the few huh. I did Dude, I'm not gonna lie like a lot of the comedy just kind of just washed over me in this movie Like Paul Rudd is always great and he's charming. I think he's very the charismatic. Main re- yeah, yeah He's the main reason the movie works, but I Just the, the jokes. I've heard them before and that's the problem with Marvel movies After this, after Guardians of the Galaxy, a lot of their jokes. If you rewatch the movie a third, fourth, fifth time, the jokes aren't going to land. And that's a big component to how enjoyable a movie is. So on first viewing, it might be really good. And at this point, Marvel's a business. So if they can get you to pay a lot of money at the theaters, then great. But the jokes don't land as much for me. How did they land for you? I think
2: the problem with the jokes is the delivery. So we like... um we like, what's his name, Lewis? Lewis. We like Lewis Luis. because his Michael delivery, Hano. the delivery of his joke is so fluid. It's so uh, out there, right? But then you get a joke by Scott and it's just like, okay, yeah, it's just a joke, but he doesn't say it as a joke. He says it's very dry. They were going for more of a dry humor in a lot of these things. And Cassie, she says it in a good way. She says, oh, I love it. It's so ugly. That's great. And then we get someone like I don't know. A
1: lot of this movie. Looking through the cast list. The jokes don't land. Who can I criticize right now?
0: Like, like, give me an example. Oof. Uh. I don't know. Just so unmemorable. You could go with the Baskin Robbins, which I the Baskin Robbins guy.
2: Okay, yeah. So the Baskin Robbins guy, he starts it off. He's on his side. He's on Scott's side, right? He's like, "All right, yeah, you're a great guy. You, I loved your." I loved your 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 heist rich to the needy that's that's the sort of thing and then he's just all of a sudden flips but not in like a, a jokey way just a, all right yeah yeah. but you're fired anyway
0: right like who would do that he didn't
2: blow it up in any way it just felt like a manager laying off a guy who had respect for the crime he did before it was more realistic than comedic and So there's elements of this movie that really, really, really want to be a drama with hints of comedy, but this is more just like a not enough drama, not enough comedy, not enough action. Oh, okay. There's action, but not, not, not good enough action too. a lot of the action in this movie when it's just people fighting, it felt like it was Paul Rudd's first action movie ever. And it felt like Michael Douglas's first action movie ever. All they did was punch to the face, punch to the face. Push to the face,
0: push to the stomach. That's fair.
2: And I was like, Wah. it felt like this is their so, first time on set.
0: <laughs> so what's the difference though between this Marvel movie and any of the other movies? You say it struggles with tone, whether that it wants to be a, a drama or a comedy. I feel like that's a lot of Guardians Marvel start? movies.
2: How did Guardians start? Started on Earth. There's the tragedy of Peter losing his mother, being kidnapped, needle drop. What a way to open a movie. This one, it's... Okay, it's a flashback to these characters you haven't met before. Okay, this is cool. And then you're on a different character. And it it opens just... It's a lot of whiplash, going back and forth, back and forth. And you don't know what to believe because you keep getting the rug pulled out of you.
0: So so Guardians can be that serious and then jokey tone. You're just saying Ant-Man doesn't do that well. I I think it doesn't do it well. I think this might
2: be the beginning of where the mcu starts using jokes to
1: to take away from the plot as a crutch as a crutch and it's just not working you definitely feel that in a, in a few of these scenes especially that scene between uh hope and hank right Bara? like really emotional scene like hank's telling her like i've lied to you all these years i i told you that i, w- I wasn't telling you what happened to your mom and then uh, Bara's just standing there yeah uh, this uh, am i making this this awkward or yeah, it's so we totally
0: ruined the moment,
2: didn't yeah, I? That's well,
1: something that you Yeah, you did. You just did. You ruined like, the it's very self aware. <laughs> what ruins he the is.
2: beginning is that the punch with the, the prison. Like what I don't know what to believe. I don't know oh, okay, okay, you you get punched. They're they're fighting, right? And you're all okay, this is gonna be a fight. This is gonna be and then it, the tension is just gone. What? I don't know.
0: I kinda like what that? happened. It's a <laughs> goodbye ritual.
2: It's a goodbye ritual. Okay. Um then let's see the prisoners again.
0: Yeah, but that's a he's not in prison anymore. Like, that's next con. That's a minor. Know, that's a that's a minor. I thing. know, but they
2: set up these character that's just my thing. I don't,
0: okay. I, don't
2: I, I find that as a waste of time. That's fair. That's fair. You, there's it doesn't pay off. It doesn't come back later. There's no there's no like, "Oh, I got to use the culture of prison to get in with these prisoner dudes that are on the outside or I don't know, something like that."
0: Okay. Okay. I, I Kind of see where you're coming from, and, and that's I, a,
2: that's a recurring thing throughout the throughout the movie. Is they set these things up, they never bring them back, or if they do, <laughs> it's for one little thing, and it doesn't really mm-hmm. pay off.
0: Okay, so I kind of see where you're going. Mm-hmm. I kind of see where you're coming from. I kind of disagree, but I think you're right in saying that it doesn't blend the two styles of serious and mm-hmm. you know comedy. And it, of, that might be because of the Edgar Wright. Well, I feel like I feel like I would consider Ant Man. Like, if you would to ask me before I rewatched this movie, like, what, what, what genre would you consider Ant-Man to be in? I would probably say comedy, mm-hmm. you know? And
2: I'm saying that because I love the other two movies so much. Mm. I love You're Ant-Man and f- the Wasp, yeah. I love Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, and I was expecting, okay, yeah, Ant-Man is going to be pretty good. Ant-Man's going to be, it's going to be funny, it's going to be well-balanced, it's going to show all of these characters, and uh, it's going to show, I don't like, uh, I don't like Hope. As much in this movie. Why not? I thought she was kind of... Uh,
0: her haircut. Her haircut. Yeah. She
2: looks like Elizabeth Banks. <laughs> well, that, that the, Spider-Man.
0: Her hair, especially after going and watching all of Lost, I'm like, yeah. whoa.
3: Holy cow. Evangeline They yeah. were
0: going for a comic-accurate Wasp look, and in the comics, Wasp does have that, you know, kind of... What would you call that? Uh, uh, there's a name for it. Coconut top? <laughs> coconut head? <laughs> Something like that. Um But they were going for that look because that's what she has in the comics. It doesn't look good on Evangeline Lily. You should have gotten an actress who wasn't as famous. I don't know. (laughs) Didn't really work. I don't like hope either in this movie. I get where she's coming from. She's frustrated with her dad.
1: Rightfully so. But she's too. I also don't think the movie gives her enough to make you like her. And we still really haven't gotten too much of hope to this day. But yeah, the stuff we do get from her, it's just kind of. Yeah. Okay. She, we know we know who she is as a character
2: the blocking for these characters too just in in the scene where they're at one scene stands out in particular when Scott and Hank are talking about whatever and uh Hope is just like around the corner it felt very low budget to me it felt very yeah. like oh this is just an exposition dump so that Hope and Scott can both be caught up but from different points of view and Ant-Man. I, I found that so often the the writing felt very uninspired. It felt like these these characters could have been anybody. It could have been any character, just some bum off the street. But the only thing that makes this movie different is the the Ant-Man suit. And that's why I think that the Ant-Man suit is the best part of this movie. Mm. Every time the, the initial time that he shrinks down yeah. and he's in the bathtub and the, the camera zooms out, right? and perspective, you get the yeah. perspective you get the slow-mo of everything you get the sounds I was watching this with headphones and it really made the difference I loved the perspective that you get in this movie from the shrinkage they use exactly what, this, what makes this movie unique they take everything you can do. They have a fight in a suitcase or a, like a little briefcase
1: in this yeah. movie. That's awesome. I mean, the, the, the final fight scene is on a bunch of toys. Yeah, right? that's pretty cool. He gets hit by Thomas the train. Yeah.
0: That's yeah, we've we've been largely very negative on this podcast so far. The but CG are, fights there, are the yeah. best about this movie. There's good stuff in this movie. And I will say like when he's shrink, when he's like shrunk down into Ant-Man size, everything that like he does, like it has me feeling like, dang, what if I was to do that? Yeah. Like,
2: That's what makes the first half of this movie so bad is because I Mm, like you miss the suit. The Ant-Man stuff is so good that the the dialogue doesn't make up for it. I see. well, it doesn't hold up. It doesn't have that balance. It's like it's like saying you got a good Spider-Man, but a bad Peter Parker.
0: But that's the thing, though, because the first half has a lot of Luis and he is so good. I I thought that there would be a lot of Luis, but there was
2: nearly as much as I thought. So looking at all the memes and stuff, but you're like, okay, Luis he, is going to be every huge. Every
1: scene he's in, he's kills it, though. Yeah, he yeah. is.
2: But there's two, there's three. Okay, there's the van ride, there's the first uh, storytelling, and then there's the second storytelling.
1: He has some stuff in between there. He's too. got he literally some stuff is in between. Instrumental in the heist, right at PimTech. Yeah, come on. He, yeah, it,
2: and then and then the final scene
1: Don't whistle. Just whistling. Next scene. Yeah. He's
2: yeah. whistling. It's a small world.
1: Uh-huh. Is after he? all, oh, no, he really?
2: yeah. Oh, that's that's <laughs> nice. I'm. It's like- brilliant. Yeah. Everything after that, like forty-five minute point or whatever, hour and twenty-five. It's great. I love. I love everything
0: after the Ant Man suit. Mm. Okay. Let's one scene in there. I want to talk about Hank for a second here, because Michael Douglas plays him great. Right didn't like him at the beginning. What, so he gives this ex- excuse that he can't put on the Ant-Man suit. Hmm. I like I forgot about this. But watching it now he's they're like yeah, dude, why don't you just do this? And what's the excuse he gives? He says it's taking uh, its toll. I I it's taken its toll, you know, I I can't put it on again. Like,
1: like Well, what? he's like it's it's Is I'm sure shrinking thing? from regular size to ant size over and over and over, that would have to like mess with your joints. Screw you up! It would, it would, it would have to screw you up in some like physical way to where like he's old and brittle. I,
0: I realize that that they need Scott Lang to be the one to break in here, but I think they need to come up with a better excuse than. Sorry, I just can't.
1: You're and there, like, anymore. why? Yeah, why this guy? Why? Yes, and, and he, that's the big. Thing. He loves because his family. That's but why? But hey, he is. He is. Yeah. But, but why? He, but why, why do specifically it, him? Why yeah. do it
0: also in this way? Why not come up to him? You know, the guy's already in need. Yo, I've got a job for you. Can you? I mean, maybe you got to test his skills, but it looks like and they've only been watching him for a long time. And we don't get that cool high scene. Ben. Plus, dude, you got your epic safe. safe now is ruined. Right, right. Like in universe, I don't know. It, the plan is just yeah, weird. It's pretty bad. And
2: Scott has never promised money out of this. That's his goal, is to get money so he can be with
1: Cassie again. And sure off the books there was some money.
2: Yeah, but we needed to see that. (laughs) And at the end that's
0: part of his plot (laughs) is that he needs money. He does get to be with his daughter again. The police expunge it, but it's more on that chief officer than it is on Hank, you know? Mm. It's not it's not anything like that. So but I think the big my big negative on this movie is that I just felt bored watching it. Mm. An Ant Man movie, which is a comedy. Like I actually went into it, I was like, "Oh, you know what? All right, we get some smaller stakes here, and I just get to chill and watch a funny movie." And I didn't find myself laughing
1: barely Mm. at all. And I was like, "That was... I don't know. I that's disappointing." So the logic too is you're like, "Mm, "I don't, I don't know." Like he go he goes down a in the final scene, he goes down a a drainage pipe, and then he comes up a sink. That doesn't work. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's
0: true. I didn't even think about yeah. that. Yeah. Like,
1: how how did he get into that pipe initially? If it was pressurized, they have to turn the pressure No, He went to the water main, remember? He yeah, said how, water main. How did he get in the water main? Uh, he walked in. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the ants
2: made
0: a way through the pipe. I mean, I guess you could make sure that he excuse. Opened a valve I'm just glad that they opened in. the valve the correct way. They, they turned it the right they way. They
2: turned it the right way. That satisfied <laughs> you?
0: That Yeah. Good. Yeah, so we've been pretty negative but let's talk about things we do. Like, we mentioned Luis, mm. who I I really do like Luis. I don't know. You kind of seem a little negative on Luis. I liked
2: him. I just thought there would be a lot more of him. Got it. Okay. And I think he was underutilized, even though he was utilized quite a bit. I would say that I, I would agree with that. Yeah, Any, we need more, more, we need more than more. Luis
0: is never a bad Because I loved him in Ant-Man and the Wasp. And that was the big thing of why Quantum Mania wasn't as good. I mean, we all said it on that. Go check out that podcast. The absence of Luis. Luis was felt, and the man. side characters, yeah, he was good. And also, I think Paul Rudd does a great job in
1: this movie. I like Paul Rudd. He, yeah. he
0: endears you to his character, and he is he is enjoyable and charismatic to watch on screen. I think he is a positive on this movie. Do you know who I did not know was in this movie? What a pleasant surprise! Right. Anthony Mackie. Anthony Mackie. Yeah.
2: I did not know, dude. That f- Falcon was in this. What'd you think of that scene? That was awesome! They were like, alright, we're pulling up to this warehouse now. Uh, this warehouse isn't empty. This is, <laughs> this
0: is the, the Avengers Campus. Yeah, what the? <laughs> they Even what? play the theme. Yeah, it was look,
2: awesome. The it felt like that part in Deadpool 2 where they're like, oh, we don't have enough money to buy the other X-Men, but we've got these like B-list x-men so they got the b-list it do- of it dude. yeah, yeah. It, do- it does feel
0: like that it actually came about because peyton reed and paul rudd went to a screening of winter soldier and they loved anthony mackie so much and they jokingly said oh man that would be awesome if we threw him in there and kevin feige heard that he's like actually it works because we gotta steal a piece of tech from the avengers let's have anthony mackie he's now he's an great, avenger yeah. and i'm sure so-
1: that's a very easy write-in Oh yeah, and like it's so easy. You that fight
2: was one of the best in the movie. I think it was. It was so funny to see Falcon love, like miss just, him. That's the kind of
1: humor we needed in the movie. My favorite is <laughs> <laughs> any time in this movie where someone pulls out a gun to, to try, try to, to shoot. shoot an ant, <laughs> and like,
2: then he hits him anyway. He hits
1: Anthony. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's so sad. Dude, I, like yeah, Anthony Mackey with his gun just. Flying backwards trying to shoot an ant is just so, it <laughs> makes me think, man, what a stupid guy. And then he's on the gun anyway. Like. <laughs> and
0: I love the ending, which is paid off in Civil War, I'm pretty sure. I really hope that Cab never finds out about this. Like that, <laughs> like that, it's imperative that he never finds out. Like, dude, that I, I think that's one of my favorite scenes in the movie. It's a good scene, yeah. I'm Ant Man.
1: I also like the use of just things like. The big Thomas train mm-hmm. and the the tank that Hank had in his pocket that they drive out the building. I think that's when this movie's at its best when they're just making random things just huge.
2: Yeah, they're showing <laughs> they're showing us stuff that they can't do in a different movie. I like how there's the big iPhone in the <laughs> in the briefcase. Yes. There's him going around that club floor, falls through the floorboards. There's you think it's gonna be a, a cliche. Oh, he goes into the wall, it's a different apartment, it's gonna be a dog, right? You hear the who it's a mouse. <laughs> what? That surprised me a ton. I <laughs> I love this I love those parts. I, I it, also, it takes what you think is gonna happen and just elevates it to not not like three levels up, but one more level. One more notch. That's yes. good.
0: I also really like Cassie. Mm. Cassie G- knocks G- it out of the park. She's great in this movie. And I, I think she gets she stays as this actress. In Ant-Man and the Wasp, and then obviously she's older in. Well, you have like all the you have to like, game game, yeah. but I like that she's in at least two of these movies because she's great.
2: I love um, when the mom asks, "Are you sure you don't want a different?" Th- that recurring joke with the stupid bunny. Yeah. <laughs> I love this bunny.
0: Yeah. That that was good stuff.
1: And something oh, that I thought was one. really cool is just looking at uh, Judy Greer as she plays maggie in this movie just i was looking at her I'm like yeah they really did like uh cassie who plays cassie in the third ant man uh, uh, we don't have the name oof, right now i can pull it up but she looks just like her mom does in this movie i thought that was really cool casting it's true they yeah. do look
0: similar you're right you're right on that point how about uh, the um I, well i think my favorite part catherine, of this movie yeah
1: catherine I mean, newton
0: is the uh is the Luis stories
1: yeah like, so we good. We haven't
0: talked about that yet, but his his voice dubbing over that, usually that doesn't work as well. But his stories that he does, not once, but
1: twice. Maybe got Stan Lee to, to dub his audio Glenn in there. That's what I wanted to roll into yeah. next.
0: Might be. We say this every time, though. We can't keep <laughs> we doing do, this, man. We
1: do keep saying that. He's
0: just so good. Like good that Stan
1: Lee cameo. Crazy,
0: yeah. stupid, fine. Like
1: <laughs> that's Tony so Stank good. is still my favorite. We, we haven't we hit that one we're yet, gonna get
2: but that, that soon. That's, I say that one on the daily, because dude, <laughs> not not as soon as you think.
0: Mm. Oh yeah, it's true. It's true. We got to go through a couple, uh, couple of a couple of thinkers. Runs. But that's the, like, dude, I'm I'm not gonna lie. Like, I didn't really have much investment in this rewatch of Ant Man, but the post credit scene.
1: You're like, oh yeah, with which is weird soldier, soldier theme? Just a scene from it's Civil War. I thought that was just a scene. It's just a scene from yeah. Civil yeah. War. Yeah, but
0: dude, seeing that in the theaters in 2015, that's really cool. When he yeah. mentions, dude, like even if if we were to call him like who knows if the sokovia courts would even let him like you're like what what what's going on here bro
2: like i like the the drop of um uh when hank is like oh we can't call the avengers i don't want to hand this stuff to to stark i've been spending years trying to keep this away from stark and besides they're probably too busy dropping cities yeah
0: (laughs) and first time though like people were complaining about that all throughout phase two of like Where's the Avengers? Like we have all these global threats. This is a good
2: example of yeah. why the Avengers couldn't be in
0: a movie. You don't want them because you don't want them to steal the tech. Yeah, but trying to keep That's it out of Stark's it's hands. that
2: simple. That's all <laughs> they have to do. Yep, yep. Instead, some other movies just avoid the Avengers completely. Doesn't
1: quite work. This one does. See so yeah, how we Ant- Ant-Man later appears in Civil War. Someone else who later appears in Civil War. Who we get a tease? Spider Man in this movie, Spider Man. Yeah, yes. First, first reference to Spider Man in the the MCU. And guess who says it? None
0: other than our main man, Louis. <laughs> <He, laughs> Louis. So I'm pretty sure that was like a very late in the game like, addition to this like movie. Like an Endgame kind of thing? Kind of like that, yeah, an end game of Ant-Man. Because, like, they just acquired the rights to Spider-Man. Yep. Like, literally just... And <laughs> it's funny that right when they acquire it, they're like, yo, we gotta throw him in here. <laughs> like, I almost feel like... And maybe it'll play different, but I'm like, maybe he shouldn't have been introduced, like, immediately as Civil War. But you got your big team-up movie, so maybe it's not that bad. This could like, have
2: been a good... I feel like, in some ways, this could have been a 30-minute movie. This, this, this could have been shortened way shorter than two
1: hours. You want a one-shot?
2: I want a one-shot, one-shot Ant-Man, Ant-Man one-shot. where we don't even need the whole heist thing because it doesn't come back into play at all except for MODOK a little bit. Let's but, you know that this guy's resourceful, right? It, yeah, I, I think that going into Civil War, you did not need to watch Ant-Man. I didn't need to watch no. Ant-Man going into, going into Civil War. I didn't feel like I needed to watch Ant-Man after watching Civil War. I was like, oh yeah,
0: that guy's cool. Sure. In fact, I usually skip, when I do my rewatches, I usually skip both of the Ant-Man movies. It's it's oh,
2: I, I would say, That's I'd erratical. watch Mania because of the post-credit. Oh, I know. No I,
0: skips allowed. I know it's Bad. stupid, but back in the day, I was like, ugh, let's just get to the good ones, you know? <laughs> and this was not always one of the good ones. Well, Last, well speaking of one of the good ones, do we want to see what the internet thinks about this? Uh, when we do scores. Okay. But We'll do okay. that when we do scores. Last thing I want to mention, because we are going to, we're actually... Like, dude, I'm looking at the time. I'm like, whoa, holy catfish. Um, the last thing I want to mention, though, we haven't talked about Darren Cross as the main villain of the story. Is he a good main villain? Is he one of the best I'll we've seen? I'll tell you this.
1: There's a scene in this movie where he is, like, one of the most scary guys ever, and it's when he turns that guy into jelly. <laughs> that Actual jelly. The concept of that is just, like, horrifying. There's this gun. Like, like even when you're shot by a real gun, you have a chance to, like, lay there and, like, die. And I know what's this happening. this
2: dude shrunk but into a massive jelly. jelly. Shrunk into like a ball of goo. He didn't just yeah. turn into jelly. He shrunk into it.
0: Like Whoa. There's that. There's the Like. And he's wiped you out. Kill. You kill someone, and there's that moral dilemma you
1: right. face. That guy's not even there anymore.
2: Hey,
0: he like, wipes he him even, up, puts him in the right. toilet, flushes. See you later, Michael, or whatever. His just face down is.
1: the toilet. Yeah. See you later. That, the way he does Michael. it is just like yeah.
0: Otherwise, I think we've got a dud. A MCU dud? film.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, if you go to a later movie in the trilogy, there'll be a different D word to describe this guy. Uh, dub. <laughs>
2: yeah, <Dub>. literally, literally. <laughs> I think that, oh, what did I say in my, I I, I put it pretty well in my Letterboxd review. Yeah, Follow me on up. Letterboxd. What's
1: your at, Micah?
2: My at is mdhead02. You can look up Micah Head on Letterboxd and uh, <laughs> find my, my reviews up there. But, uh, I said that... uh Uh-oh. I have no idea where I'm at anymore. So, I said that (laughs) Ant-Man does MODOK wrong in this. I I mean, he's not MODOK in this, but... You mean Yellow Jacket? Yellow Jacket, yeah. yeah, I think that MODOK is the way they should have taken this character. Uh, He's bad as a villain in both Ant-Man and Quantumania. But at least he's funny in Quantumania. In this movie, he's just kind of there... He's right. like, "All right, I'm going to take over the world using these pin particles that I haven't I haven't invented yet."
0: Yeah. And so
2: and then there's this whole like, okay, yeah, this guy's incompetent. He wasn't even thinking about the helmet that that Hank says really early on. He already knows that as soon as he he already knows his weakness.
0: <laughs> I know. I know. It there's just a lot about this movie that's just eh. And that's a lot of, and it's not to take away from anyone because I know there are Ant Man fans out there. Like, this movie is heralded as one of the best Marvel movies and one of the most underrated by many fans. Like, I went on IMDb after this, after I watched this, and I was like, dang, this is not as good as I remember. And there are a lot of people on there who's like, this is the one of the best mcu films and i'm like so it's not to take away from any of you if you like this film the most no overlooked. shade to you but and we're not o- saying we
1: don't like no. it no it's just not as hot as it used to be no, for us it's
0: definitely it's yeah. definitely not i'm even like as we're talking about i'm like do i lower my score mm. that i already mm. have in my mind oh. but mm. i don't know we'll have, to, we'll have to come to it but
2: what do you guys feel about uh I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but the guy who plays Kurt, David dust Dostmalchian, yeah. So I, yeah. I didn't like his accent. I think his accent wasn't thick enough. Polka Kurt? dot man.
1: Thick enough? get him later. It wasn't thick yeah. It was
2: so thick. Because in spots, it didn't Two feel scenes. like the accent mattered. <laughs> it was just saying colloquial things for America, and it, it wasn't accented at all.
0: That was that was his funny
2: and then how about how he doesn't play the same character in Quantumania? The same the same series. Yeah. <laughs> What's it's up like, with that? Why would they cast the same guy? Uh, just for f- to include him. Okay. You get voice he, cast. a
0: Huge side actor, yeah. I guess is what you want to call him. He's never been like a main. You know, but he's sure. not bad. Let's do um let's do favorite character. Favorite character. First. Right. Yeah, let's do favorite character. Micah, this is your first time watching it. <gasps> Who, who's your favorite? Who's your favorite? I
3: like
2: Ant-Man just because of the suit. Just because... I, I don't like Scott Long. Scott Lang. I don't like Scott Lang. I work with a Scott Long. You say that every yeah, week. Yeah. So I'll, I'll confuse that up. I like Ant-Man as a, as a hero. I like his abilities. I like the shots of him. I like the action. I like how he's, he's not as good as he is in Quantumania, right? He doesn't have all the moves. He doesn't have all the experience. But I like his traversal. I like how we get to see his growth as a hero. I like how we get to see he's he fails, and he trains, and he gets better. And it's not just a, he's good, right? Yeah. That's what I like about Ant-Man. I think that the, out of all the things they did in this movie, that's one of the like three things they did I, right. I,
1: I think they set his character up really well. For sure. I do, yes. at least. Yes. I like how he feels like, you feel like, oh yeah, this guy really needs mm-hmm. to he wants to see his daughter, so he's willing to do anything, and this Hank Pym guy, I know money's not discussed, but I'm sure something off-screen money is discussed somewhere, but he want—he he's willing to do it. I
2: feel like they could have cut this movie and started it where he steals the suit. What if they started it there, and then he had the suit for a little bit longer before he used it? So he just sat on it for a while, then he goes to Cassie, because then we get the tone of this movie. We see, okay, He's done this thing. He's holding on to this thing. It's always in the back of his mind, like as a, should I use this suit to do something? Should I, you know? I don't
0: know. I, I, I like thinking. the I like the joke of Scott saying, "Well, we just need this guy and this guy and this guy," and then he realizes, "No, no, no, not those three wombats." <laughs> I like that. And I'm gonna start using wombats as an insult now because I really like that. But. That wouldn't happen without the first forty minutes, and both Ethan and I like we like the first forty. minutes I wonder so. if they yeah. put that Show. at the beginning. then.
2: like if they if they cut out the the prison section and just put that heist. I you see the prison
0: God. section. That's
1: one scene. I'm, like, I'm, I know. I'm but willing it's the opening. I, we're, we're willing to let you re-edit this movie, and w- once that's done, we, us three will sit down <laughs> and watch it. Okay. Demand, Go ahead and do that, Micah. I demand the right cut. The head cut. The right cut with a W. <laughs>
0: He did get pretty far in uh, production into his Ant-Man movie before he left.
1: So that could be what's going on. Mm. All right. Uh, My favorite character. I'm trusting that Ben will take Luis. I'm really hoping. But I'm going to go an underdog. Y'all ain't even going to know who this is when I say his name. I'm going Gale. He's played by Wood Wood Harris. (laughs) He is the uh, assistant cop. Oh, he's not the main cop guy. He's not. Uh, Why'd you like him? I I like him. Was it because of his role in Space Jam and New Legacy? Oh no! It is because he plays Julius in Remember the Titans. That <gasps> yo that yes! alone. You know what I'm talking about? Oh absolutely! That alone. That enough was like all right. That guy's my favorite. Yes. Yes. he's in all the greed movies. Just too. because of how good he is in Remember the Titans, I, I gotta take him. That's yep. my pick. I know context of this movie. That's not a good pick, but. Outside reasons I pick up
0: wear myself out for the team nah Attitude reflect leadership captain that's so true. What a great pick, Ethan. Now you remind me. You're, sure. Now you remind me of a better movie. I love Remember the Titans. That's so good. We gotta watch that movie. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna pick Luis. Yeah, there's no. There's no, no doubt brainer. in my mind. You have to. He's he's so good. He steals every scene. I might even like him a little bit more than Ant Man in this movie. He's mm-hmm. definitely my favorite character. Like sometimes I'll go on here and I'll just say something that you guys haven't said yet. But Luis just is my favorite character in this movie over everyone else. I love Luis. Favorite scene. Favorite scene in Ant man I'm gonna shoot this to you first, Ethan,
1: okay favorite scene
0: uh there's I mean for a movie that we've criticized, yeah heavily, I mean, I'd say there's a, any yeah
1: I'll take the closing Lewis scene, his recap <laughs> of whether or not because he's he's hearing all this hearsay like she said he said of is Scott like going to be an avenger? not only do we get a Stanley cameo in there. But we get Anthony Mackey in there too, once again. So I really like that scene. I think it plays really well. I could watch it over and over. I, Luis is just a great narrator. Just so fun the way they sync up the audio. And you get you get Stan Lee in there too. So I I guess the Stan Lee cameo is my favorite scene. Very creative. Listen, yeah.
0: let's be honest. All right. We all know why that's Ethan's favorite scene. It's because of the girl who was crazy stupid fine. Right? Oh,
1: crazy that's stupid crazy. fine. Crazy yeah. stupid okay. fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, you, you caught me. Luis. <laughs> Okay, sorry, sorry, I, I just, you know what? Uh, I just get excited and stuff. But anyway, anyway, and Ignacio tells me, yo, I met this crazy fine writer chick at the spot last night. Like fine, fine, like crazy stupid fine. And he goes up to the bartender and goes, look at the girl I'm with, you know what I'm saying? She's crazy stupid fine, right? And the bartender's are all like, yeah, crazy stupid fine. So this writer chick tells Ignacio, yo, I'm like a boss in the world of guerrilla journalism and I got mad connects with the peeps behind the curtains, you know what I'm saying? Ignacio's like, for real? And she's like, yeah, you know what? I can't tell you who my contact is because he with the Avengers, <laughs> uh, Micah, favorite scene?
2: Gotta pick the scene that I got royalties from all these years. Uh, when he's got the cut on the side <laughs> and he's shirtless for no reason, and they just had to have a shirtless scene. It's a Paran, Marvel movie. You got
1: abs for this movie, right? Oh, okay, uh, we got to put this scene. He in doesn't there.
2: even look like he's got abs when he's got the shirt on. He kind of looks. I don't know. They say he's two hundred pounds, and he's got to be huge, dude. What? Dude, now I, I up for this. My my favorite scene in this movie was. Uh oh, I'll just say the last heist when they're in the building <clears throat> and we get the the fight with Thunder Jacket, right? And we get <laughs> yellow, yeah, jacket, yellow Jacket, whatever his name is. I don't care anymore. We're not going to see him again. Um I liked um I liked Luis's, how he took how he took out that one dude. Yeah. And then at the end he's like, "Oh wait, that one dude. He's still in there." And he pulls him out. Hero, hero of the whole movie. We're the, we're the good guys, right? They don't change lives.
1: We're the good guys.
2: Yeah, I'll just say that last scene. It was good. I like the that. I like the choreography. The <laughs> what a great <laughs> no, the, scene. Uh, like take the fire. Alright, if I gotta pick movie. one scene, we'll do Yellow Jacket versus Ant Man on the Thomas' train.
1: That great was sick. Scene.
2: That was sick. Yep. Throwing the blocks around, causing fires that look like real full size fires, but they're just little tiny baby fires, little ant size fires. Great, and then the tragic
0: loss of the real protagonist of this movie, Anthony. Mm. Mm. Yeah, rest in peace. I I kept waiting for him to come back in the Ant Man sequels, like from the dead, but he never did. Like a crippled Ant leader. <laughs> All right, right. it
1: would have been. He can no revive way. Darren Cross, but not not good old Anthony. Yeah, that Ooh. is ridiculous. How about, how does a bullet hit Anthony and miss Scott, unless he like timed his jump really well? It's, I, it's just funny. It, I think about it every time. He
2: did get good. Guys, ones. carpenter ants only have a six to 12 week oh. lifespan. He wouldn't have made it. Oh, he
0: wouldn't have made it very oh, much man. longer.
2: Unless the blip. <laughs> oh. oh, no way. Um, oh, wait, three to six years? Oh, no, no, to develop a thriving colony. Mm, shame.
0: I'm going to go with when the, the thieves and the team team up. I'm gonna go with that because when Luis gets in and he starts getting all jittery and everything like and your girlfriend's really hot and I'm just getting really nervous because we're gonna do that like he goes crazy and then like also when uh, Scott shows him the suit for the first time. I thought daddy didn't get scared. That was good I, re- mm. I really liked when they all team up that first sequence is really really
3: good mm-hmm.
1: All right, just so we're clear everyone here knows their role right Dave? Wheels on the ground. Kurt, how
3: are you doing this guy? Luis. Oh, man, you know it. You know what? I get to wear a uniform. That's what's up. Luis. I'm sorry. I'm I'm good. I'm good. I'm just excited. And plus, your girlfriend's really hot. So, you know, that makes me nervous, too. And you are very beautiful, man. Oh, my Lord. She's not my... Hey, you know what? I was thinking about tactic, like, when I go undercover. Like, a whistling. You know what I'm saying? To, like, blend in. No.
0: Don't whistle. No whistling. It's not the Andy Griffith show. How just tired of everything. Makes you want an ex- Marvel, yeah, it would be better than any of the other crap you've been putting out recently. They should have the leaned show. more
2: into that kind of scene, though. Throughout the whole movie, I think if they lean more into that, because out of context, that scene is just by itself. Like, that's what the movie should have been.
0: What I the... think
2: we should have had Luis in there more. <laughs> Not a hot take, right? Not a hot take. We should have seen more like people reacting to. I don't know.
0: Well, we could have showed a woulda. I don't coulda, know, shoulda, I don't know what would have made this movie better a lot, but
2: let's see what the internet thinks I before just, we give our scores. I really wanted this movie to be way better. Me too. All right, so Rotten Tomatoes critic gave it an eighty-three, really good, pretty good. Audience eighty-five, hmm. Metacritic sixty-four, Metacritic user seventy-four or seven point four. Uh, IMDb gave it a seven point three. Letterboxed three point three. Averaging out to 74. Wow. Or 7.4 out of 10.
0: Okay. Well, as we always say, that doesn't matter. But that's... It's really interesting. That's, We might be coming a little low on this one from first takes and what we've said here today. But we don't care about be- those scores. No, we care about the Hollywood
2: we Reporter School. We care about the school.
1: infamous Hollywood Reporter uh-huh. article. Guys,
0: oof. <laughs> Alright. Oh, no. This is high, I guarantee you. Oh. Where is it, guys? Don't tell me it's in the top 10. He's still looking. Don't Where tell me it, it's guys. in the top 10. I don't want to
2: see this. I don't like this. Do you know? Yes. I don't <laughs> oh, like this. Dude,
0: no way it's in the top 10. It can't be top
2: 10. 11. Ooh. Wow. Just above Logan, which is above oh. Into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> oh. Into the Spider-Verse is 13 on this list. <laughs> what? I just want to... Oh. Ant-Man and the Wasp is 15th
1: place dr strange is
2: 10th place which even there oof.
1: listeners go X-Men check out one this and two are both article go check it out
0: this is this might be the most egregious so no it's not the most egregious take but like holy crap 11
2: the internet ranking puts it at 28th place which is a bit more reasonable that is more a reasonable. bit more reasonable
0: holy crap dude oof. dang it's a good thing they're not raking marvel movies you could say that this list is the reason we're doing this at this point. We're making the accurate like, list. We here. need an actual list, you know, and, and, and to...
1: correct the state mistakes
0: exactly. Like the past so people have made. Let's see what Multiverse Monologues comes out with this week. And I'm going to shoot this to Micah first. You watched this movie for the first time. Mm-hmm. What is your score? I was really hyped for this movie, mm. and
2: maybe a little too hyped. There was some great action in this movie. Everything with the Ant-Man suit, I think, is just spot on. But the dialogue and the opening just doesn't set the tone. It doesn't bring the character... It doesn't make me love these characters. Uh, Hope has four crying scenes that I don't feel are earned. And I don't think (laughs) I'd ever... I mean, Ben, you even said it yourself. You skip this movie. You would skip this movie on a watch-through. And I'd say that I would skip it, too. Initially, I wanted to give this just above a seven. I think my score is going to be a little more nice than that. 6.9 out of 10.
0: Oh, nice. Okay. I got you. I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it,
1: I don't uh yeah, I'm uh, Ethan, yeah, go ahead. I'm feeling like I'm going to be around that range. So whenever I have a score in my head, I think all right. Then I got to look, I got to compare it to all right, where where do the uh, these other movies fall? I think there's a lot of good in this movie. I like Luis. I like uh like Mike I said the suit. I like that uh Fight in Cassie's toy room at the end. I think that uses the elements really well. Mm-hmm. I like um uh what else do I like? I don't know. Nothing. I don't <laughs> know. I don't know. Yeah, the pacings, oh not my favorites. The jokes after hearing them a couple times don't work. Uh Hank's motives are a little iffy. I uh, I enjoy this movie. It's not one of my favorites. Uh, but you got you gotta look at it where it is in the context of the MCU. This this is like a little breather film between the big Avengers Endgame and the even bigger Fan Captain four stick. Captain, <laughs> Captain Captain America Civil War. Yes, right? You're Captain right. America Civil War. It falls right in there. It's like if you're doing a full MCU rewatch, this is like a little breather. You're like, all right, yeah, let me just spend a little time with Ant-Man. And it's it's not a 10 out of 10 movie, but at no point watching this do I think it's ever trying to be. I think it's just trying to be a fun little breather, and yeah. It is fun to me. It is fun. So I initially wanted to go around a seven with this, but I'm thinking that's too high just because I have, I have blade one at a seven. I have blade two at a 6.9. I have Spider-Man three at a 6.5. So I'm thinking I'm going to put this at a 6.5. But when you ask me, I like Spider-Man three better. Mm -hmm. I do. Okay. Just because Spider-Man 3 is a lot less balanced, but I like a lot of of the elements from Spider-Man 3, I think, come out higher than the elements from this movie. Yeah. But neither are perfect films. I think, end of the day, Ant-Man's a more complete film than Spider-Man 3, but the high highs of Spider-Man 3 bring it.
0: Okay, so that's a a 6.5 and a a 6.9. Nice. So, Okay, ooh. That's going to be a little lower than I thought we'd be today. I know. It is. I I,
2: I so Our I, last movie like this was Thor The Dark World, where we were all yeah. kind of like, eh. Yeah. Big Hero 6, we were... I mean, I was pretty positive on it. I gave it a 7.7, 7, but you guys were kind of... Yeah, I, I didn't really touch Big on it, but Hero a six. lot of the
1: writing doesn't hold up. Even the heist stuff, Uh, the when he breaks into Hank's house, I'm looking like... They didn't really put a lot of like attention to no. detail. Like. He melts, they write off a lot of things he melts the glue over the flame but the the tape doesn't melt somehow i don't know how that worked uh, you're supposed to just accept right, it. right you just accept what's happening so
2: oh yeah, yeah, yeah. uh hank just knows scott and yeah, yeah he's been playing this all along that's mm. fine he's been playing in the, it was whatever. agatha all along it
0: yeah was. it was Ooh, i i i originally had this at a seven as well yeah Um, I, (laughs) this is why we do it, man. This is why we sit and talk and talk through what we just watched because what we just discussed is not that great of a movie. I would urge if you disagree, go back and rewatch the movie. I am also going to go six and a half okay? because it's just, there's just not as much, even though there is stuff to love, there's not as much there for it and uh, especially on this rewatch i actually found myself it's a, a first time really in the mcu i would say it's not very often that i feel Ugh, all right let's get this over with mm.
2: you know and to kick off a trilogy that i'm surprised i'm really surprised at this well movie, it,
1: it's the mcu the other two are so good everything becomes a trilogy mm-hmm. it just that's the nature of the mcu so regardless of what you think of this as a trilogy starter, right? I mean, we, it made what five times its budget almost. Yeah. So it was a success. It just was. And it's part of the MCU. People loved Paul Rudd. We love seeing them in the future, you know? So yeah, it was overall a success, but yeah, just not, not the hottest movie, not in 2023. That's for sure. So with a six and a half,
0: a six and a half and a 6.9, where does that put us?
2: That gives us a 6.63, mm. and gentlemen, that locks us in at the same score as X-Men The Last Stand. Oh, wow. So
0: we got a tiebreaker right here. We got
2: a tiebreaker here. <laughs>
1: Which one was better, X-Men The Last Stand or Ant-Man? I've got my answer. We're so far removed from Last Stand, it's hard to... I know Man. that that movie in the scale of that trilogy is a big downer.
2: Yeah. Ethan, you rated... You and I both rated X Men: The Last Stand higher. Or, uh, oh, sorry, sorry. I gave X Men: The Last Stand a higher score. You gave Ant Man a higher score. Ben, you gave it the same score. So you're the tiebreaker here. Okay.
1: I would put Ant Man above. This. You put Ant Man okay. above it. Yes. Okay. So is that the definitive? He's tiebreaker. You want to
2: you want to give it a a point a,
0: a one on there? No, because I still think it's a six and a half. I don't I don't like doing the extra points on there. I just if you ask me, Ant Man's
1: better. Okay. Like he I, just the ranking the list wise. He I'll has make you the deciding there. vote on that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. You heard it here. And Man's better watch? than X Men: The Last Stand. I
0: would say so. Yes. Because yeah, there's just a lot. M- I have a better time watching this than I do The Last Stand. Mm-hmm. Even though it's a bigger movie, you have Hugh Jackman who's awesome. So there you have it, folks. What place is this? I know 38 now, or is it 38?
2: That was our 38th movie. Out of a hundred bajillion. <laughs> Out uh, of a
1: never-ending list of Marvel and films.
2: And you already know, uh, it just took X-Men The Last Stand spot at 22nd place. Oh wow. 22nd place. Splitting up our X-Men movies. So X-Men Origins Wolverine was 21st place. Ugh. Still and then, ri- uh, Yeah. So our, you- our top... our uh, First class way Do you want too me to high. read like or, the, uh, the 20 no. to 30 So hold on. Place? You say I Origins. Wa- I want you yeah.
0: to say... Where the MCU movies are right okay. now, from worst to best. Can you do that? MCU movies, yeah, yeah. So, from worst to best. I wanted to Hulk
1: s- and Dark World are probably the lowest two we have.
0: But where does this fall in comparison to those? Because I don't think either of those are at a five. This isn't a five. No, but neither are either of
2: those, I don't think. Oh, this is also the end of phase two. So, we can say phase That's two versus true. phase one. All right, so, our worst... MCU movie is the Incredible Hulk at a 5.8. Ooh, wow. Our next worst would be uh, Ant-Man. Wow, this is second from the bottom, guys. 6.636. Then wow. Iron Man 2 at a
1: 6.83.
0: It's, it sounds crazy. Oh no no, no sorry sorry Thor of the Dark
2: yeah. World at 6.53. Then Ant-Man. Okay, so this okay. is third place. Right, man's third yeah.
1: place. I was like, where's Dark yeah, World? I don't man. have a list of order for for just, for just okay. the phases. Uh it.
2: Iron Man is a 6.8, and then we jump up to the 8s. Iron Man 2. Yeah, everything past this is an 8.
0: Okay, all right, all right.
2: So, so that, I won't read all that. So those, what
1: are fine. the MCU movies under an 8? Under have, an
2: 8, we've got The Incredible Hulk, okay. The Dark World, and Ant-Man. Okay. And Iron Man 2. That's fine.
0: I, I agree with that, actually. like mm-hmm. that. This is around that area.
2: And rounding out our Phase 2, we've got an average of 8.1 for phase 2 compared to phase 1's 7.9. Oh wow. Just barely Just petering barely out. edged yeah. it out.
0: Yeah. Holy catfish, are you serious? Yeah. Even with um Winter Soldiers like 9.8? Mm, 9.4. Or no. Well,
2: no think uh, about it. We
1: had Winter Soldier was 9.8, yeah, yeah, So Winter Soldier's so high but Dark World drags it down. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ant-Man drags it down. Drags it down. So without Ant-Man,
2: curious? it would have been a uh let me see where to go if I if I cut on Ant-Man here it would be an 8.4 still really yeah yeah it would have been 8.4 instead of an 8.1 okay
0: Drags so Ant-Man and Thor the Dark World drag him down mm-hmm. I guess that's true with the other one because the other movies we really liked but Incredible Hulk and Iron Man 2 dragged that one down okay that kind of makes sense but phase 2 I will say is an improvement over phase 1 mm-hmm. and that reflects in the list okay definitely I don't know it works
1: still all we do fresh. have Guardians in the mix. I think Guardians all is what fresh. really...
0: and you have Winter Soldier bro. Right. Like, Guardians and Winter Soldier, that combo. And you have Iron Man 3, dude. I, Wait, dude.
2: You know yeah. what I'm excited? I'm excited to break our fresh streak of movies. We've had 1, <laughs> 2, 3, 4, oh 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, like 13 or so movies. Last one was Spirit of Vengeance, right? Spirit of Vengeance was our last one. Yeah. And... I think it's about time we trash on a movie way more Ooh. than Ant-Man. Oh,
0: oh man. Because
2: next week... Yeah, I have not seen this movie before. The
0: infamous fan four-stick. Like, guys, Miles is be Teller.
2: I hear people love Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> and I can't wait to see his, his first works. Ooh. we just <laughs> I watched love Whiplash. Whiplash,
1: too? Like, oh, man. We've seen Miles Teller in in, in his prime If you're so excited
0: now. to see Miles Teller act blandly and uninspired fan four six the movie for you i've got the for 4k you. blu-ray you guys ready for this i am ready put I, it in right now we're ready for this <laughs> commentary <Yeah>. so that's <laughs> going to be next week it's going to be a fun one same bad time same bad channel because <laughs> we're going to freaking trash on that movie like no other because what if we love it Pat? what if I, hey i've never what seen if this we movie. love it i've never seen this movie Ponder what the question. if i like
2: that they use it's clobbering time as a dramatic backstory
0: okay hey. I
2: just,
0: yeah. yeah, I, I just, I don't see it happening. But hey, crazier things have it's happened. it's Just a the film theory. Like, I just hope we get a. Someone Punisher an eight, eight oh. on this podcast. So, like, say that again. Uh, Punisher, Punisher. Eight. Someone gave Punisher an eight on this podcast. Yeah, so, it was the internet. Who knows? There, there couldn't have been anyone on this panel right. that no gave.
2: No
1: one would have sat in this room and gave Punisher an eight.
0: So anyway, next week is Fan Stick. So look forward to to that we thank you guys for sticking around listen to our ant-man discussion a little bit more negative than i thought it was going to be but hey listen that's just that's what happens that's I mean, has series
1: to this. has room to grow yes. right we uh we've had bad on this marathon this isn't bad no we haven't had bad in quite a while it's just bad in mc but we've had too much good we've had too much good we need fan forcing. that Man may needs. have been
3: i wonder if that was
0: Ant man's problem too much good much good maybe uh, maybe it was but I don't think that's what we came to a consensus (laughs) on during this (laughs) that's my problem I'm just too good
1: but anyway that is is
0: Ant-Man we thank you guys for sticking around look forward to Fan4Stick next week otherwise this is Ben Rayside
1: I'm Ethan Wetzloff
0: I'm Mike Ahead and we all hope you have an absolutely fantastic day